Listener Production. G'day and welcome along to episode 92 of the Howie Games, Ishigua, the effect of the coronavirus. Before we get too far into this, there is a theory floating around at the moment during these times of isolation, and for some, obviously more spare time, that we should use this time to try and learn a new skill or maybe even improve an old one. I've got to say, I like this theory. I like it a lot. It's positive. I've been trying personally, really unsuccessfully, it must be said, to try and learn to play the guitar. I'm terrible, like scrape your fingernails down a blackboard, terrible, I'm horrible, and I must apologise to the neighbours, I'm really sorry. But a chance in this episode potentially for you to work or learn on a new skill. We will get to the story of the star that is Ishigua in the normal part A and B eps, but in this chat about the strange world in which we all are currently living, Isha talks about the cooking lessons she is putting out on Instagram and they are rippers. The recipes all come from Isha's mum, Roma, compiled by Isha into a cookbook to continue her mum's legacy. The book is called Roma's Recipes and you can buy it through a link on Isha's Insta page right now with all profits going to charity. Everyone's a winner. So if you want to learn to cook or come up with a few new dishes during this very strange time while you're stuck at home, check them out. Isha, you can find her on Instagram, simply her name, I-S-A-G-U-H-A, that's I-S-A-G-U-H-A, at Isha Gua, and you can almost smell what she is cooking over Instagram. They are so good, these recipes. Alrighty, here's Isha on Life in Isolation. There is so much to chat about, but as you mentioned, the world is in strange times at the moment. You're in UK. Firstly, for those people listening, tell us where you live and tell us how things are tracking in England at the moment, Ish. Okay, so I live um, quite close to central London. So um, for anyone who knows where Lords is, I know Fox didn't put it on the top 10 best grounds in the world, but <laughs> it is. <laughs> uh, we live just up the road from there um, and... Yeah, it's it's just been so surreal. Obviously, I, I came back for the Women's World Cup, had the most incredible day for the final. Um, we were all just in our little bubble, just lo- absolutely loving life. And, you know, what an incredible celebration. And then it's only when I got on the plane, that's kind of when it all hit home for me. So I, I was traveling with a fellow kind of BBC commentator and we got to Dubai together and he was starting to say, you know, the UK is is taking this very seriously and it was within a day that they had their first press conference. So Boris uh, spoke to the nation and basically said, if anyone has a cough, um, then you need to be self-isolating at home and everyone who you live with needs to do exactly the same. So I literally got off the plane. I went to see my dad pretty much straight away. So I went straight to his house Um and I was I was extra careful because I was kind of aware of the situation. Like I, I changed my clothes immediately. I made sure I wasn't in contact with him. And then the next day is when it all kind of kicked off here in the UK. And at that point, I did have a bit of a cough, um, probably from all the partying in the last week mm-hmm. of being in Australia. And, uh, but in the end, I, ju- I basically had to just stay at home because I just didn't want to risk kind of giving it to anyone or whatever. Um there's no testing here, so I couldn't get tested. I'm pretty sure I didn't have it, but I just wanted to be careful anyway. And um, yeah, so it's me, Rich, at home, and we have a, a flatmate. We had another one um, about a week ago, but she's kind of moved somewhere. So 
yeah, we've just been bunkering down. And um, to be honest, we're actually appreciating this time at home together. Um, like I'm sure a lot of other sort of commentators and players uh, are experiencing, you know, they travel around the world quite a lot, but don't get to spend too much time at home. So we're, we're kind of enjoying that. Just looking at you now, um, you're a very clever lady, which we'll get to. Do you think you could do a bit of homeschooling for my two via Zoom? Because you don't have kids, Ish, and <laughs> it is nice to be home, but gee, she's a challenge. <laughs> well, I was going to ask you that. I mean, and, and that's why we're being so kind of relaxed and positive about this whole situation, because we understand that we don't have the responsibility of looking after two kids and having oh. to, to educate them day in, day out. I mean, my geography is not great. Rich could probably cover that. Um, the maths is okay for me. Uh, but music. yeah, it's just... Rich could do some music <laughs> for us. Um, and most of mine yeah. has been outside work at the moment. I've had them doing push-ups, etc. Thankfully, my beautiful wife is far more patient than I am. <laughs> and you've got them playing cricket as well, which is great. Yes, yes, as you're having a nice wine. So it's a nice evening there in the UK. <laughs> it's pretty more early here in Australia. So at the moment, um, what type of restriction level are you on? You, can you still go outside for a walk and exercise, that so, type of thing, being the yeah, fitness freak that, that you that are? Is, yeah, that's the advice is uh, everyone can go outside um, for one piece of exercise I mean, for me, it's all a bit ambiguous because especially if you live in London, there's a lot of people that live here. So if we all go out at the same time, that's kind of defeating the purpose yeah. of isolating. Um, so, we, you know, we've been to the to Hampstead Heath a couple of times, um, which is this vast expanse of just beautiful greenery. And there's just been so many people. So we've kind of retreated very quickly. <laughs> so I've been doing a lot of um, fitness sessions at home. Brendan McCallum, I, I tried to copied one of his sessions the other day and I, I messaged him and said, um, I don't think I'm doing this right because I did this way quicker than you. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, uh, did you do this? Did you do that? And I was like, yeah, I think so. Um, so he's proceeded to send me something every day, um, which I've been trying to follow. But um, yeah, it's been, it's just been one of those. I mean, I quite like doing hit classes at home anyway. It's it's just, again, as you know, it's such a, a busy schedule, the cricket summer and, you know, working around the world. So it's actually quite nice to do a bit of fitness. How are you feeling and how is it affecting your work schedule? Obviously, you would be doing the summer in England. The 100 is going to kick off, which is going to be absolutely fantastic when and if it starts. But but what are you feeling and what are you hearing about the English summer at the moment? Because it's coming in a big hurry. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so obviously, a lot of preparation and uh, planning has gone into this summer, especially with, uh, you know, on the back of what was such a successful summer for England last year and the build up of this excitement around English cricket. Um, and to be honest, everyone's in the same boat. So you've you've literally just got to stand back and say, this is the situation. This is where we're at. We've just got to adjust based on the circumstances. Um, I sit on the PCA board, which is your ACA equivalent. So we've been having a lot of conversations uh, recently about uh, the players and um, salaries and, and all that sort of thing, um, how it's affecting the game. The ECB have obviously um, announced uh, a number of changes um, for their employment. And so really it's just a case of taking in all the information you possibly can, making sure that you're not leaving anyone in the lurch. Um, I mean, 
my situation is very much if there's no cricket, then I, I won't be working. So um, <clears throat> there'll be other things to, to maybe do. I, I've kind of accepted, I've accepted that. Um, you know, there are a lot of people being put on furlough, which is they get paid 80% of their salaries um, if they're on um, an employment salary mm. here in the UK. I don't know what the situation is like in Australia. Um, and then and then it's up to the organisation that they work for if, if they can top it up or, or not. But um, the initial chat is that, you know, they've suspended until the end of May. Um, I've got a feeling that's probably going to be extended a little bit longer than that you know, what measures are in place to, to play behind closed doors. They will be, those will be the conversations now. Um, can Australia fly over um, to play that one day series? Um, you know, if there's no cricket this summer, the game will be hit extremely hard um, and everyone will be feeling it. And and it's not just cricket in this country. It's, it's every sport, it's, it's every organization. And we just have a huge amount of appreciation for all the key workers um, who are working night and day, uh, the doctors, the nurses, the carers, uh, those working uh, to, to keep, you know, the country as safe as possible and, and help all those that have been affected. Um, I'm just really feeling for them during this time. Um, they are they are the real heroes. And, uh, you know, we've been doing a clap every Thursday for them. You know, you, you just feel a bit helpless at times um, that you can't do as much as you'd like to. But, uh, yeah, it, there's, there is a real togetherness in this country um, while we're going through such a period of uncertainty. Yeah, it is. It is so serious, and we're talking about the sport aspect of it. But obviously, um, at this at this particular time when we're recording this, uh, the deaths in America are really going up and up and up. And UK is starting to have real problems. How, how are you feeling about it? How's the general community feeling about? It? Obviously, Prince Charles, the, the fact he mm-hmm. uh, contracted it, your prime minister contracted it. How are you feeling? I know y- your dad's older; he's in the generation that are really getting hit. Mm. How are you feeling about it? Because it's it's becoming a real tragedy if it's not already. Ish. It is. Um, there's a real sense of community and people pulling together. So we're we're making sure we're looking after our neighbours. Um, obviously, my. My father's in my father's scenario. He is one of the most vulnerable. Um, he's seventy six. He's just had a a triple heart bypass. He's got all the all the different kind of um, limiting factors from you know diabetes to asthma. So he, he you know I've been trying to manage that situation because um, he's at home on his own, and I really just want to be there with him and I want to see him. But unfortunately, I cannot put him at risk. Um, and him coming to that realization has been a process um because ultimately initially you do take things personally you think oh why isn't anyone coming to see me but then you understand the reality of the situation so it's really about trying to make sure that he is being protected but also he's not being left alone completely so you know there's people checking in via phone um you know is there a way I can speak to him outside in the garden potentially um all these things that everyone has their own situation um that they're trying to manage whether it's you know homeschooling (laughs) or it's thinking about employment or um you know worried about the elderly uh it, it is gonna it's something that will affect everyone and there's there's two ways it can go at the moment we're seeing that people are really coming together 
um and they they're kind of you know it's a massive perspective um changer you know it you kind of realize what's important um many people are seeing it as an opportunity to do things that they haven't done before um which is great and that's the positive side of things trying to keep spirits high um uh, that's all you can do really i suppose it's it's realizing the enormity of the situation i try not to watch the news too much because i just find it a bit of a downer and mm. um while you do need the the relevant information at times sometimes it is too much um and you've you've got to preserve your mental well-being as well uh so yeah it, it's it's really just one of those just checking in with as many people as possible i mean i've i've had the the pleasure of being able to catch up with so many different people over FaceTime that I, I perhaps wouldn't have been able to or I haven't been able to in the last five years. So I'm sure it's the same for you. Just one last question for you that, and it's really important that you mention, Ish, um, and it's obviously a really uh, important topic with, with with mental health and how you're feeling. How are you, well, you, you? You sounded really positive at the start and then obviously when you talk about the, the fears for your father and what's going on around you, how are you feeling? Are you looking ahead thinking, how are we going to get through this thing or we are going to get through this thing? How, how are you feeling yourself? Um, I've, I've always lived my life being able to or making sure that I can adapt to any situation. Um, that's definitely something that's come from my mum and being able to, I guess also through playing playing cricket um you know you you have to have that mentality that nothing's you're never going to have full control of everything and that classic cliche of control the controllables so um you know while things are changing and, and it is a very unsettling time you have to just try and take it day by day you can't look too far ahead um you know it's such a shift in where you thought you were at and where you thought you could be um, to then realizing that actually I've I've just got to change my mindset right now and that's okay and I'm really lucky and, and you think about all the amazing things you have in your life and, and you've experienced in your life and and I, I'm I'm just grateful I'm grateful that I've I've been able to do what I've done and I'm, I'm very fortunate to have the people in my life that I do and um, I think that's what you have to learn to appreciate um, in times like this you've got to be pragmatic you've got to be philosophical and you've just got to you've got to move with what's happening um, in isolation just briefly Isha G what are you listening to um, we're, we're kind of like mixing it up actually we've, we've kind of gone through old old school R&B and hip-hop Sometimes, if we want to like have a loose few drinks and just have a li- little lounge party, <laughs> <laughs> but then what? What do we have last night? We had Cat Stevens. Cat Stevens. Um, yeah. Wow. We've we've had a bit of a guy called Damien Gerardo. Check him out. He's very good. Um, Bob Dylan, of course. You can't see him, but he's up there. Um. Lots of different stuff. Uh, and obviously Rich has just been playing music continually, so I'd get to hear lots of snippets of his stuff. What are you watching? Um, 
Are you are you a Netflix? Oh or yeah, you? Westworld. Westworld. Okay, I haven't watched new that. episode of West. Yeah, yep, yep, new out. series of Westworld. It is mind blowing. It's incredible, and not watching too much to be honest. I'm trying to read a bit, but I'm also just there's a lot of house sorting going on because just haven't been here that much, Howie. What are you and reading? And cooking. Oh, well, cooking we'll get to that in a sec. What are you reading? Okay. I don't have it with me, but it's called Reality is Not What It Seems. Fiction, non-fiction? Uh, it's non-fiction. Okay. And it's, it is actually really interesting. So it's... Um, I'm trying to learn more about physics, but in a really non-geeky way that's really easy to explain. Surely physics is just geeky, though. <laughs> no, but it's not. Is there trust any way me. to learn physics and not be geeky? No, tr- trust me, because it takes you all the way back in time and it tells you at each point what was going on in that period. And it's really just it's so easy to read, honestly. Mm, sounds fascinating, you that one, to- Ishi. I yeah. might give that one a spell. <laughs> uh, you mentioned cooking, blowing up the yeah. internet, uh, Gordon Ramsay <laughs> style with your cooking classes. <laughs> Um, and some nice Indian dishes as well. Hi everyone, okay, time for one of my favorite Roman's recipes, prawn curry. Let's do this, shall we? In your pan, you add half a teaspoon of cumin. Just want to fry off. I've got one Kashmiri red chili. Chuck it in the oil, make sure that it all starts to burn off. Cooking classes in isolation with Ishigua. <laughs> All right, Aish, I think we'll wrap up this serious discussion and get to the real stuff. Listener.